Welcome back to the Enduring Faith Podcast. This is Jamie Miller, your host, and the last few episodes I've been talking about the Rise Up and Shine Your Light framework. And so today we are on the E of Rise, and that stands for Eliminate Obstacles. So in the previous episodes, I told you about R, Remembering God's Faithfulness, I, identify who God created you to be, and S, silence the negativity. So each letter in the Rise Up framework stands for one of the key components that is in my coaching process that I use to help you figure out your next steps so that you can begin walking in your gifting and live out the calling God has for your life so that you can then begin to shine your light the way God has always intended. And so that's where the Rise Up and Shine Your Light framework comes from. So ultimately, I just want you to know that you have a purpose and a special way to further God's kingdom here on earth. And it is my unique calling to be an encourager to help you to discover what your calling is so that you can then begin to walk your calling out. So the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it goes through all the different types of things that people need to do. And it ends where it talks about, um, we're all part of the body of Christ. And, you know, we all have a specific purpose and, and, and God's will cannot be fully carried out if one of the members of the body is not fulfilling that calling. And so it's so important that we each figure out what it is that we're supposed to do to further his kingdom while we're here on earth. It's okay to live life and um, just, you know, be saved and know you're going to heaven, but it's a whole new level of life when you are living out the gifts and the calling that he instilled in you before you were even born. And there's just such an abundance that comes with living that out while we're here. And we know life is short. We're only here for the blink of an eye. And why not Why not go all in and just really figure out what it is that he's called us to do so that we can walk in that John 10, 10 abundant life. Okay. So back to the E I've never actually thought about it until I was in training to become a coach, but obstacles are actually often inevitable, right? We're bound to to experience obstacles and they just show up sometimes when we least expect it. However, a lot of times they are actually avoidable, but we can't avoid something or eliminate it if we aren't anticipating it. And so one of the things in coaching is to try to um, plan out your next steps, but also eliminate whatever potential obstacles could arise. So when we're planning to do something, no matter how big or small, it's just so important to consider all the things that could possibly derail our plans, right? What are the things that you anticipate happening? What's something that seems to always happen when you try to take some sort of action step? What are the possible things that could happen that you may not even anticipate? Like really think about it and figure out what could happen. How will you proactively ensure that you have a backup plan so that you can continue making progress? These are all questions that I might ask you in a coaching session. 
Why do I ask these kind of questions? Because I want to help you be prepared for anything that could potentially come your way. If you're anticipating an obstacle, then you'll be more equipped to squash it and keep going. So let's walk through a couple of scenarios. So let's say you're planning to create a website for your dream business and you go through the planning process and you determine your URL for the site, you determine your host site, you have the page design thought out and um, you already have somebody that's going to design it for you and you have a set date that you want to launch. So that sounds great, right? You have a plan. Well, let's say you want to launch it on January 1st and you have this fabulous plan, but if you don't consider potential obstacles, you might be very disappointed when you realize that the person you want to hire doesn't work the month of December, let's say. Or you forgot you were going to visit family for Christmas, or maybe you didn't even think about how much time is needed to finalize all those finishing touches, and now you have to decide between the website, finishing the website, or wrapping Christmas presents, for example. So these are just a a few things of what uh, business people might call risk mitigation. Um, If you're in that world, you've probably heard risk mitigation before, but this is, why is this important? It's for one, if you start planning, let's say you start in October for this website and you feel like you still have some time to revamp your schedule or ask the right questions, make sure your plan's going to come through without a hitch, but maybe now it's Thanksgiving and you realize you need to push back your launch date. At least you have time to adjust and you can prepare now as you need to, but there's nothing worse than to suddenly feel blindsided by a surprise shift that could have been avoided. So of course there are things that could come up that you can't plan for naturally. Um, I'm not suggesting playing this never ending game of what if that's not what I'm saying at all. That's so dangerous, but I'm just talking about those things that you can foresee happening if you just step back and think about it. So that's what's awesome about coaching is just an opportunity for somebody to just ask you a bunch of questions that you might not have thought of yet. Um, you already have all the answers and that's what I love about Christian coaching is that we just allow the Holy Spirit in and you, we, we both know that you have all the answers. God has prepared you and equipped you. You just need a little coaching to, to pull it out of you. So not talking about what if <laughs> we're not going there, but I'm talking about those things that you can foresee happening. If you just have that moment where somebody's asking you some questions and you can start to really um, step out of the box and think about it. So oftentimes when I ask this question to my clients who happen to be mothers, the first thing they think of is the kids. It's actually kind of funny. Um, but you know, motherhood can be exciting (laughs) to say the least. So it can seem like every time we start something, a child gets sick or something comes up with a school project, a sporting event, whatever. So it's just not exactly possible to prevent a kid getting sick. But If you are anticipating it, that it's a possibility, then not only can you manage your expectations, but you can also have a backup plan in place. So let's talk about expectation management here. So this is going to be another scenario um, because it's so important in pretty much every area of our lives that we manage our expectations. 
even our relationships or especially our relationships, but also in whatever we're planning, whatever projects that we have going on. So let's use the relationship as an example. So how often do we get upset with someone? Maybe it's our husband, a friend, a coworker, whatever, because we expected them to act a certain way, but they didn't. And we get so frustrated if we think they're going to do something for us or they're going to act a certain way, but then they don't. And we're like, what in the world? But maybe they had no idea you were even expecting anything from them. And that is a dangerous place to be. So my favorite example of this is about a wife who was cooking dinner and waiting on her husband to get home from work. And he was late. He didn't get home on time. And so instead of calling him or verifying what was going on, she just let her thoughts run wild. And she decided to hone in on the one thought that her husband must be stopping for um, flowers on the way home, that he was going to stop and pick up flowers. And in her mind, this was a great idea, right? I mean, that's what else could he be doing? He must be getting me flowers. And so he shows up at the house, frustrated, tired, hungry. He walks in late from work with no flowers. Well, of course she freaks out (laughs) because he has no flowers, but she doesn't say anything to him. She just internally is just so disappointed and let down because she expected flowers and he didn't bring them. So she doesn't even realize that it's happening, but she's angry and she starts showing him that she's angry, but he has no idea why. So she never says anything. She just is thinking, what a jerk. I can't believe he didn't bring me flowers. He didn't even think about me. All I do is cook him dinner. And what does he give me in return, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I feel like We've all been there. If it's not our husband, it's somebody, our mother, whoever. But we have been disappointed because somebody didn't act in a way that we conjured up in our mind. And so so what happened? So the husband's upset, right? He's totally clueless about why he's getting the cold shoulder and being treated like he's a villain. <laughs> and he was expecting that she would be happy that he was home, right? But instead, she's acting like he is just the worst thing ever. And so now both of them are upset with each other, and they don't even realize why. So have y'all ever experienced something like this? Just think about it for a minute. Most likely, yes. And this is because we let expectations get the best of us. So I know that may be kind of an extreme example, and maybe you haven't experienced something like that, but think about it. You've probably experienced something similar, but this kind of thing happens all the time because we're human. This is just what we do, and we have this tendency to get an idea in our head about something and then act completely caught off guard and shocked when that idea doesn't pan out the way that we created in our minds that it would. So um, in that example with the husband and wife, imagine if the husband would have called home before he left, he could have told her he was leaving, what time he'd be home, or, you know, she could have called him to either way, but that would have prevented her from allowing her mind to just conjure up this crazy idea that he's getting her flowers. I mean, otherwise there was no reason for her to think that that's what he was doing, but she could have also managed her expectations. And that's where, you know, it does come with practice. But if she 
even thought of the flower idea. She could have reminded herself that most likely he was just running late and was just going to come home frustrated and hungry and upset that he had to work late. So that could have helped her prevent feeling so let down, right? So a lot of times this is um, this process that we go through in our minds, right? We have these expectations and when they're unmet, we're so disappointed and we feel like we're failing in some way or something is falling apart. So it's the same when we're planning action steps for our dreams or, or things that we feel like God is calling us to. We need a plan one step at a time. And, you know, it just takes a few minutes to jot down possible, potentially probable <laughs> obstacles or setbacks. Because we all know there's always the possibility of a setback, right? There's always that little possibility that something could come up or go wrong or be an obstacle that we have to um, fight through. So the practice of doing this, um, you know, eliminating obstacles or, or just planning for the obstacles helps us mitigate potential risks, but it also helps us to manage our expectations and prevent us from feeling like a failure. So setback does not mean failure. It just means that we have to redirect and keep moving forward. And y'all, I am preaching to myself here because I've gone through this so many times. And so this is why I want to help as many people as I can to not let these kind of things get in the way. So y'all know my story of going through coach school, coach training, and wanting to be a life coach, and then getting this opportunity to move across the world, which felt like such a God thing. And so we move to Germany in 2020, <laughs> beginning of 2020. And we were just met with obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, including a global pandemic that honestly, I don't think anybody could have planned for or predicted. Um, that was definitely a major obstacle. But what I allowed to happen was I allowed the, my expectations of thinking that, oh, I'll just get over there and once I get my computer and I get everything set up, I'll just be able to get my certification and finish all the requirements. But it was one thing after another. We ended up not being able to, to find a home until April and in the middle of the pandemic and everything. Anyway, I allowed all of those obstacles to make me feel like I couldn't do it. And I realize now, of course, looking back, that if I would have managed my expectations to understand that a setback is not a failure, those setbacks were not to deter me or to derail me as much as just to motivate me to keep going. And so the more we can manage our expectations and be prepared, the more likely we are to keep our momentum and keep moving forward. And so that is really where I want to coach you so that you can um, be prepared for the obstacles, experience some of them maybe, but understand that you are still moving forward and you still have a goal and you still have a plan. And regardless of what happens, you are not a failure. You are going to keep going and keep doing everything you can to fulfill this God dream that's been inside of you. So in all of your coaching sessions with me, 
Um, we would discuss any potential obstacles and do our very best to think of any possible thing that could occur or come up to set you back. And then we would just work through some ways that either you can prevent them from happening or just have a plan in place to overcome them if they do arise and, you know, potentially talk about, um, you know, what happens if, if something comes up that you're not prepared for, what are some ways that you could overcome those situations? So, um, this all helps you to feel successful and be able to stick to your plan so that you have that momentum to keep going. Okay, so to wrap up this episode, we talked about the E in the Rise Up and Shine Your Light framework, which is eliminate the obstacles. And this is important so that you can manage your expectations and keep moving forward no matter what comes your way because what God has for you is so big and so much better than whatever obstacle could be thrown at you along the way. And we all know the devil wants nothing more than to derail you from living out your God potential. So keep that in mind um, as you are thinking about potential obstacles and um, as you're planning your steps and trying to figure out how to move forward. Um, just remember that eliminating obstacles before they even get there or having a plan for them is so very important. All right. So that is all I have for today's episode. And um, coming up next are going to be the U and the P, which is uncover God's dream that's inside of you and then plan your next steps. So I can't wait to um, dive in more into this, but I also can't wait for you all to um, begin thinking about all of this and think about what God has placed inside of you so that you can rise up and shine your own unique light for all the world to see so that you can also further God's kingdom here on earth. Thank you guys for joining me today and please go check out my Instagram page and my Facebook page. I have some freebies out there for y'all and um, information about my spring coaching package. I only have two spots left, so I would love for y'all to go read more information about that and of course would love to be able to coach you and help you uh, step into your purpose. So thanks for listening and I'll be back in two weeks.